You're listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon Log. It's, well, it's been a while. It's, it's been. It happens to the best of us. It's, it's cut and been a, gaffer tape to hide the orbits. A century since we last recorded the session. That's some proper corrosion if there's orbits. Yeah. Don't poke it; it'll fall over. Hoyt <laughs> <Hort> likes it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, starts so. intent to go on, I suppose. <laughs> You know, when we, we, when we don't record these things, we're not half as smutty. No, no. <laughs> all for your benefit, dear listeners. Both of you. Are we yeah, all? Yeah, all two of you. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Pencil Monkey. <laughs> oh, I had a list of playing in my game when we were games day. Did you? Who was that then? Oh, sorry, we put you on the spot. You we? have, yeah. yeah. Oh, if you don't remember him now and he listens, he's going to be offended, Steve. Who no, was it? Quickly. I played in my game. It was somebody who came up and chatted to me. And you forgot him, you. Bastard. No, we had labels on. So We had labels on. We had la- name, la- name labels on. So so I had no badges. I don't need no stinking badges. I don't need no stinking badges. And I got a round of applause when I turned up. Stinking badges? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> I got introduced when I turned up as well. Hey, it's Dina! <laughs> I want to get introduced to someone, it's not fair! Well, you need to turn up to things. Yeah. Oh, what do I need to turn up to? Games Day. Where's yeah. Games Day? September. September next year. Yeah. Okay. You missed it. You missed it? No, no. Anyway, we are all mate. gathered here because Finn is going to run Yes. Tell me, have you seen the yellow sign? The yellow sign. The yellow By sign. Kevin Ross. No. no. The revised edition. No. From Tales from the Crescent City by Golden Goblin Press. No. No. But if you do any more advertising, they best send us some free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll get like three quarters of the way and Tina will realise she has played it before. Not if it's a new one, I won't. It's a revised edition. This is the revised one. This is a classic adventure that's been... I've played it. Revised. <laughs> Played it. New Orleans, Fine. I think I've played a lot of them. So. Right. <laughs> right, she won't remember it. Yeah. And Good then the, the only details she'll remember won't be the relevant one. No, it will always be something that set the scene in my head that I haven't managed to forget. <laughs> we'll see. We have around the table for four shiny new characters that have just been created this very day. They are quite shiny. Uh, I have Stanley Maxwell, uh, ex-soldier, now turned, doesn't want to be pit criminal, wants to be kind of mid to high level criminal, but hasn't quite pulled it off yet. Um, fast talking, fast shooting. Ugly. Ugly as sin. Um, and, and yeah, we'll see how badass he is. I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, and uh, his, his muscle he's brought along. Muscle. You haven't brought me along. I haven't brought you along, Muscle. muscle Why have you brought me along? <laughs> because you're the only person left my criminal organisation who still talk to me. <laughs> Not much of a criminal organisation. Not anymore, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a a rail, I'm a rail rider, I'm just here. <laughs> and I might just go again. You are the littlest hobo. A supply <laughs> He's I am the littlest hobo. <laughs> I, am, I am Hobo Jack. I can supply you with 37-year-old giant of a man. Whose huge stature is only overshadowed by his intelligence. He's put on a stone a year since he was born. And just no sign of stopping. Yeah, if you were any stupider, your vocabulary would be limited to Hodor. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yes. Okay. I am uh, Dr. Claudette Grover. 32-year-old medical doctor, 
from your lids. Okay. Quite, quite well educated, reasonably intelligent, fairly pretty. In fairness, when you're standing up against an appearance of eight and an appearance of five, most people <laughs> would be quite pretty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, to say that. I'm three times as pretty as him and nearly twice as pretty as you. <laughs> pretty and both was combined. Oh, yes. <laughs> but then that's not Even difficult. Even picking the best bits. <laughs> yeah, that's not difficult, really, is it? And finally, uh, Father Anton Leblanc, a Catholic priest, also from New Orleans, um, a, an attractive and charismatic preacher. They have previously worked together as, as part of a criminal enterprise gone wrong, which, on behalf of one of you, I think is then somewhat saved by the others. Mm. There were wibbly horrible things uh, and, and maulings, um, but in the end we pulled through and got a tiny glimpse of the horror that really is the world. We had a little peek underneath the scab that is what society. What did we say? Do we know? Say horrible. I fear our friend may need significantly more saving. Ghouls. Might be ghouls. I'm thinking ghouls. Something nasty went bumping so, the some night. Some of you got a much better look than others. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be me and, and, and Hobo. <laughs> He's got a lot. Yeah, what's someone's sands? Who's Scrum the sanest? Off the scab and stare at the Who's the sanest? Yeah, I've got 45 sand currently. 45? Is <laughs> <laughs> that a lot? Oh, You're no. just waiting to happen. <laughs> 45 would be fine if this was a one-off. Yes. <laughs> that's really well, not good. But something that's going to be going on for a couple of months, or maybe. It would be a little longer. My son's 80. But while I think about it... And I'm worried. Next week. I'm 65. I'm not going to strike day. Ooh. See, you've entered education. You're going to get your first strike on the third week. <laughs> What's your say? 65. I have no idea what the significance of that number is. It, so. it, 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 it lowers as you go along. You go more and more mental. You're quite well, I, I guess that would be being called sand, but I, don't, I, I have no idea what, yeah. what represents when, a when large you, number or a small number. Oh, 99 is good. 99 means you're sound, yeah. Luckily, you're really, really well, stupid. Yeah. Uh, Whenever you see anything scary or horrific, you roll your sanity. If you roll on a D100, on a D100. To get under it. If you roll less than your sanity, oh, right, it's okay. generally good. If you roll over it, it's generally more bad. Right. What's all the eating? Frequently, even when you make a roll, you'll be losing one or two. Right, so that's probably not a very good slice to kind of. Yeah. But you. Okay. It, it depends on sure intelligence as well. Don't you lose more, the more intelligent you are? This is the downside mm. of the randomly generating numbers when you don't know what it means and you started playing them. Yeah. I wish I'd not done that. It's interesting. I, I always found getting interesting mental disorders and going bonkers my favourite part of Cold yeah. Fields. Having a low sound's not a disadvantage. If you lose five in one go <laughs> and make your idea roll. You, you've realised something horrific of the world. And the first time you go into it, you get another five mythos points. You also get a um, temporary insanity. Like for example, you could get... If you're in an enclosed space and it happens, you might get claustrophobia and you have to fight your way out, out past people. Stuff like that. It's dead. You'll pick it up when you go along. Yeah. It's good. Generally, so I've got a low IQ for a glass of water. I'm monumentally strong, I'm absolutely massive, and it's quite like I'll go bonkers. Ah, no, the very poor idea roll that you have will work in your favour. Yes, it will always work in your favour. It's unlikely you'll realise the true horror of existence. Indeed. It'll kind of wash over you. Oh, it's an ocean of blood. Yeah. Is that unusual? Whereas the rest of us think, where the hell did that ocean of blood come from? Yeah, I've got an idea of 70, so it's quite likely that I'm going to go bonkers at some point. You have the you have the reverse bad way of having it. Low sand and high idea roll. Yeah, I'm screwed. Why? You got high. It's all gonna be fine. It's, I, fine. I think, yeah. it's all good. I'm, I'm sure the world is exactly as we think it is, uh, and we're not skating on the thin, thin ice of our fragile existence. Living at the whims of mad gods and insane entities from beyond time and space. Anyway, those of you who have postal addresses, 
Yeah. We'll, receive... <laughs> we'll receive a letter from a gentleman that you will have uh, sort of consulted with during your previous pleasant, adventure. During your pl- uh, unpleasantness. Uh, you thought you had a French name. Wait for it. Uh, <laughs> the, the occult scholar Etienne Laurent de Marigny. You see, I, I ruled out Etienne as it is the French version of my own name, so I, it immediately gets discounted. He is a, how do I say, a renowned occult scholar and a resident of New Orleans. What was his name again? Etienne. Etienne Laurent de Marigny. Now remember, there's an acute accent on the E. Uh, That's it's hyphenated with Laurent. Uh, Etienne Laurent is hyphenated, and De Marinier, M A R I G N Y. M A R I G N Y. Yep. Marigny. Okay. I'm not seeing that. Not a D. He's an occult scholar. Oh, okay. Well, is he Possibly the country's greatest occult scholar. Is he local? Uh, yes. Is he tenured at the university? No. He's a... Mm. If he was a character, you might characterise him as a dilettante of sort. Mm. One, of, one of strange folk. Does he have, in fact, any um, clerical credentials? No. Then, okay. Uh. He's not a clerical nomad. Uh, I take it he's not a Scottish widow then. Um, he encloses, along with his letter to you, he encloses a copy of another letter. Oh, okay. His letter basically says, uh, uh, I've been requested to provide urgent assistance to my good friend Charles G. Sunstrand. He's the editor of the New Orleans Daily Gazette. Unfortunately, I have to travel to Arkham to attend to some matters with my friend Randolph Carter, uh, with whom he served in the French Foreign Legion, and asks if you can uh, provide some assistance. In much the same fashion, he provided some assistance to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, New- he's the editor of the, what, the New Orleans <laughs> Daily Gazette. Many dogs. In Sundstrom's letter, um, he states he thinks one of his reporters was murdered after stumbling into conspiracy. Like matches. Burn it off. He was murdered. According to the police, Peter Gavin, like Gavin with a double V, uh, jumped to his death from the roof of a building in the on the Tulane University campus. Um, clutched in his hand was a strange symbol. Who jumped off the roof? Um, reporter Peter Gavin. He had clutch a piece oh, of paper Peter, with that was Charles. Oh, no, he's so he's he's the editor yeah, that's writing that to you. All oh, right, so the G the G in the editor. Have you seen the yellow side? Right, okay. Yeah. However, it's not written. It's not yellow, so. Yeah. Um, Marnie in his letter says he believes the sim the sign is occult in nature, but cannot. Devote any time needed to identify it. Okay. He asks that you contact Sonstrom and uh, consult with him on this. Does he tell us who else he's written to? <coughs> yes, it's okay. evident that he's right. referring to the group of you that he provided the assistance with. Okay. In that case, I will go and see the part of that. Because at least going to a church is is, a, is more um, preferable to going to see 
school over there. Oh, about gin joint? Your gin joint, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's New Orleans. The it's not really observed so much prohibition. <laughs> you don't. You, it, no one's blatant. Yeah. Well, some people are blatant, but most people aren't blatant. But I've got a simple gin joint. Mm, good for you. Like a nice export business. The police largely turn a blind eye, okay. especially at this time of year. As we're coming into Mardi Gras. Oh, right, oh, okay. Yes, we are, aren't we? Okay, that's Fat Tuesday for those of you who speak French. <laughs> Hello, meeting at the church then. Well, I'm going to the church. Get me to the church on time. <coughs> New Orleans, including the home of your friend. Yeah. Who's certainly just left for Arkham. Oh well, never mind. For Arkham. We'll not see him again. Uh, we might. <laughs> Alright, maybe in this institution or next. Oh dear. Some grey bits and some lines. Yeah, I can just about make those out. The little grey squiggles, I think that's writing. I can read that. <laughs> Why yourself, doggy? One of them says Mississippi River. Uh-huh. I know how to spell Mississippi. I'm not entirely sure when you stop spelling it's the Wayne. What? Mr. Jack, it's time for us to repay a favour. I've received a correspondence. And uh, let's, go, let's go meet up with our companions of recent adventure. Boy, get your scars checked over. Yes, let's go see if we can doctor. Not again. No, I not like for treatment. Seeing the doctor. Not for treatment, Jack. We have a job to do. Some people to talk to, what we lean on. Yeah. You do things to me. <laughs> okay. Whoever you treated him last time was horribly painful. The bits of you that were on the outside did need to be on the inside. Yeah. Thank you very much. Right, we'll get together, I assume, at the church. Priest's not there. Is he a Catholic priest? Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll wait. Until the priest has finished doing his confessions, whatever it is they do. Well, it depends. Well, might be. Quite nice crisps, though. Hmm. You know, people fall from buildings they're, they're, they're quite nice on crisps, but they're not fancy bag crisps. No. Mm-hmm. I've had some fancy bad crisps that weren't so great. We've had some crispy crisps. Yeah. I like the crispiness of them. And like I said, they were the ones on special offer, so hmm. I got them. We were the last pair. So it was the university we felt recently. Indeed. Tulane, Tulane University. I've known many a person who's fallen off a roof. Off from a window. Oh. Oh. That's a bigger map of New Orleans. <laughs> is it for the same adventure module? <laughs> Steve, plenty of more as well. Has he GM'd it even? Uh, West End? Yep. Where's that? Right, we should be able to see the river. That's, uh, that's 1935, we're in 1937. Depends how much work they've had done in the past eight years. Yeah. Well, just let them pay. Probably doesn't help a great deal seeing that has a wider area on it. So, we is all at the church. We're all at the church. Yeah. They're waiting for you to finish giving conversion or okay. whatever it is you're currently Sorry, busy with. the altar boys. They're really Europe too. I'm not playing cult. I'm playing cult. 
You're a father then. He's a father. He's a father, but he's unlikely to be a father. Yeah. So, and father. My faith is strong. Although, she started out as being a different faith and then converted. Yeah, that's true. I assume you received the same correspondence as we did. Uh, how long ago was this? Have I written my mail yet? Um, just yesterday. Not oh, yesterday, then it will have done. Indeed, I have uh, received this message. How are you feeling now, Jack? So, don't generally hold with newspaper men. But, uh, okay, Tan wants to have a look. We owe him one. The man you would not. Uh, Put this hour away if he did not think there was something to it. We shall see, we shall see. I've known many a man have a nasty accident off the top of the building. It's not uncommon in certain lines of work. I am sure that you are familiar with this sort of thing. Mm. How high was the building you fell off? Well, that's said, most of the ones that you see fall off buildings is not an accident at all. Well, on occasion, yes, yes. You don't know. Sometimes they're um, very, very... There's no yeah. terribly tall buildings in the university <laughs> that you're aware of. Yeah, but even so, it wouldn't take the fall from a particularly high building. You just have to land badly. Yeah. Mm. Um, when did he die? Do we know? Um, he died a few days ago. I say, was it covered in the newspapers? Well, well, I don't imagine it would be. Yes. But it would be down as a suicide, whereas we are mentioning it. Well, if we received the letter yesterday and were in receipt of papers, we might be able to have scared up an old copy from a few days ago. Mm -hmm. Jack, your, your, your bedding did contain a newspaper from two or three days ago? <laughs> don't have any news. Used. Well, should we go talk yeah. to uh, his papers man then? Yes, the editor. Charlie Sunstrand. Mm. Yes. Very well. Let us see if he will make us an appointment. I'm sure he will. Um, I will go. To the hospital, the morgue, even. Ooh. See if I can have a look at the uh, poor, poor gentleman. Um, yeah, if we get access to it. If you can. Um, you want, you want to go and see the uh, editor, and I will go and take a look at the body. Let's go look. Cover twice as much ground. What we want to split the party. Yep. See, like Dave, you're not explaining whole bronze is just it's yet. much more horrific when you're on your own. Dead body in the morgue. Maybe she send. Maybe she send Jack to look after the lady. Yeah. Send the. Stinking giant hobo. Dark hospitals. Fair enough, Jack. We won't make you go. Will you be alright on your own? Yeah, be fine. Just sent many a person to the morgue. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that, Ben. Um, yep. Yeah. It's the morgue. Mistaken. Not me, anyway. Um, there's a rather dizzied receptionist at the front. Diseased or dizzy, did you say? Dizzy. Dressed all in black. No. Uh, no. Do I know who's in charge in the morgue? Um, yeah. yeah, there'll be a head coroner. Okay. Jack has moved up to the next stage of animal intelligence. Oh. He now no longer bothers me when he threatens to bother other people who are bothered by him. 
on the grounds that that would make you more pay attention to me. I will uh, ask if he's uh, if he's in. Down. Can I wait with that? No, Down. get in the body. Oh, oh, well in that case I'll wait in his office and I'll tomorrow. I'm sure it won't be long. Might be some time. Oh. Quite far out. Do you need some paperwork? Your death certificate? Uh, no. Well, um. Just park away. One, one of um, one of my my patients, I think, might have um, ended up here. Just wanted a quick chat. Well, if he's ended up here, <laughs> not with the patient, <laughs> with the with the doctor. Oh. Caused death. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Unless, of course, you could show me the folder, that would be fine. Some paperwork for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Give her the name. Name? Give her the name. Gavan? Um, Gavin, yeah. Gavin. Gavin, yes. She, she toppled over. Comes out of the manila folder. Can I use the office? Yeah. Thank you. She always is vague. She's unusually alert. Excellent. <laughs> okay, I shall wander through the office. Sit down in the comfy chair. Very difficult to get in good staff. Read the paperwork. Um, read the paperwork. It seems consistent with death from a fall from a seven or eight stories. Recollections of the university. They have buildings that tall there. Six stories. Tallest building, as you, as you recall. Fell extra hard. He did, didn't he? he? Must have jumped up before he dropped. Okay. Um, any anything else about the body? Any odd marks? Um. As you read through, there's one or two odd scratches that don't seem to be quite. That would don't seem to quite fit in okay. about the shoulders. The shoulders, as in, that'd be crazy. It'd be crazy talk. Bird, you get birds oh, out I, I think I need to go and see the body. I think I pay my last respects. It's been released. The body's been released. Right, damn it! To his family. You're getting before a funeral. I've uh, been released to a funeral home. <laughs> to a funeral home. Right, okay. Well, that Two days ago. Damn it. Oh, I don't know, though. Mm. Depends how quick the turnaround is. Depends how quick the turnaround is. It's March. It's not particularly warm. Might be right. It's March. It, it, it's March. Oh, in New Orleans, it's kind of warm. Yeah. <laughs> don't put them all in overground tombs in New Orleans because you can't bury them because they. You can to bury them. You, you then put huge stone monuments on top to stop them rising up. Okay. Yeah. There's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened last time. Um, we didn't stay in the ground. Are there any photographs? No. No. Are there any drawings of the markings? No, there's just verbal description of scratches. Mm, okay. All right. Um, are there any information on any effects that might have been found on the body? Uh, get the dun. No, that would be the police report. Okay. All right. Um. And I'll take make a note of the funeral director's home that he was released to. Is there anything else out of the ordinary in the report, or is everything? Seems fairly standard. Obviously, he hadn't eaten anything odd before he died, or anything like that. There's no list of stomach contents. Yeah, right. it's not particularly. It, it, it's as thorough as you would expect it to be. Yeah, not very. Not what, he, he clearly died from jumping off jumping a building. Jumping off a building, yeah. The, the injuries are all consistent things like the, the compound fractures of the legs and general liquidification. Okay, I'll make a few notes in the notebook and then check them all when I go back. And then I'll go catch up with these guys. Right then, we're off to the Daily Gazette to go see the editor.
Um, yeah, as soon as you call in, he asks to see, asks to see him, you get sent straight to his office. Oh, super. Clearly we are expected. Uh, so a man, uh, quite tall, although not nearly as tall as... <laughs> Hodor Jack. <laughs> Hodor. <Yeah>. Hodor Jack. <laughs> Hodor. He's quite thick-set, uh, green-faced, he's somewhere in his late middle ages, you reckon. Early to mid-fifties. Uh, his hands and... Uh, well, his hands are stained yellow. And he has a lucky strike stone hanging from the corner of his mouth. Uh, good afternoon, sir. You asked for assistance from a common acquaintance of ours, and we are here. Ah, yeah. Ethan Centers. Ethan. Etienne. 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 Not quite the same. Mm. About the same. Yeah. He indicates to sit down. Get some chairs. He looks somewhat askew at Hobo Jacques. Is it me? <laughs> he looks somewhat askew at you. <laughs> Father. Uh, you must forgive my companions there. You're keeping them Perhaps. cold, Jack. Do you have another chair? A little you break that. unusual, Broke but them. they have their uses. One for each bucket. It's okay, Jack. Why you just squat in the corner? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I went earlier in the church. Although I couldn't get it to flip. So, it's okay, Jack, don't worry about it. That's, that's, that's a font. You just stay with it. <laughs> I wondered why it had a funny wooden look. Three baptisms this afternoon. Serious game, Colin Kafunga. Serious game. No, it isn't. Good grief. It is a serious game. Serious and scary. Okay. Dina. What's that? I don't know where you sleep. Got a magic gadget. Turn again. So yeah. The police think it's suicide, but I don't think it was. And it's what would like lead it. you to believe that it was not suicide? Well, that strange thing stuffed in his hand, that symbol. That's not him. Well, a man may have a... You uh, would think perhaps a suicide note would be more normal, but... Uh, no, he, he discovered something odd about the one of the crews. Cruise? Cruise. Uh, you'll know, you, as, as a resident of New Orleans, you'll know the crews are groups who are uh, involved with organising celebrations of the Mardi Gras. Ah. There's like various different crews do various things. They put on balls, they organise parades, they do all sorts of things. Do you have any idea what it was that he was investigating more precisely? Uh, well... He was writing a series of stories about the Mardi Gras celebrations for this year, all about the upper echelons of New Orleans society and how they're involved with the crews. Ah. Uh, last week he became really excited, telling me he was onto something strange. He wouldn't give me any details, but he told me one of the crews had become involved with the occult. Mm. The occult, you say? Got no Do you have and then he's found dead with that strange occult symbol on a scrap of paper in his hand. It is not a symbol that I am familiar with, and uh, I have come into contact with these people before. Um, he pulls out a. It's just that one. He pulls out a. Yeah, that's a really different adventure. Um, 
He pulls out a, essentially a manila folder that's filled with notes, and that's a first year of it, mm. which will be nigh unreadable. Well, I'm thinking, Jack, is usually when I've known people to accidentally or purpose fall off buildings, they don't usually have a note from the fallen off the pusher person saying it was us who did it. If you want to say it looked like a suicide, suicide note. If you can't read no, that, it you have it in plain text in the page. Oh, I'm just going to translate it into equally unintelligible writing on my paper. <laughs> what did it say, Father? It appears to be some notes made by the reporter before his demise. Warehouse? What they don't. More decorations? Are these swamp folk? Swamp folk? Mm. Hips. Why do these things glow? The Marigny is the man I need to see. I haven't caught up with him yet. If anyone knows, be him. If not, DM Avedon. Avedon. Anyone know? Mm. Supposed to be an expert on old something. Runes. Runes and such. Owns an antique shop. See that yellow thing in my dreams? Some kind of voodoo. Need to get a better look. There is a picture. Is this the same symbol that was clutched in his hand? Vaguely, yeah. There are one or two slight differences, like gaps and things. But yes, it could be a crude representation thereof. Mm. Looks like it goes closer look. Inverted. Sorry, there is the other side. Oh, the other side is there as well. Yeah. Oh god. War writing. So you've got it in plain text as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swords crew. Swords crew background, background notes. The Denis Bouchard is chairman. This should be interesting. Creighton, oil roughneck, tough guy, hard to get along with, holy smokes, temper, criminal record, no surprise, sticks out like a sore thumb with these high society folks. Beware of Barbara. What is Black Tower? Why so far from New Orleans? Fowler, quiet, still in mourning for wife and daughter. What's with the yellow designs? Workers seem pretty shifty. Papa Screech? Question mark. Voodoo Man? Question mark. Spooky. RF's spirit guide in touch with F's wife and kid. Is this a scam? Mm. And then... That's the end of that page. Wow. F is clearly Fowler. Uh, wife and daughter clearly died. Uh, is it Fowler? Yeah, it looks like it. Alright. He's in mourning. The implication would be that they are dead. RF, who would RF be? Hmm. Right, um, people with credit ratings of 45 or more. No. Sadly, not even me. Miss it by five. Oh. 
None of you are highbrow enough to know, know much about these crews. Are they posh then? Yeah. Well, they, they call them crews, but they're not actually the people who physically do the work. They're, they're the posh people who pay for it. They're the posh people who pay for it. Right. Yeah. They organise themselves into groups and basically try to outdo each other with the grandest masked ball or the right. most so impressive um, parade, things like that. A swords crew, for what you find out. This dodgy geezer, criminal type, I like a bit of tracking down. Creighton. Creighton. I know people who know people. Uh, Sunstram, so you can have full access to the newspaper's morgue if you need it. Newspaper's morgue? Newspaper has a morgue? Yes, it's where the old copies of the newspapers are kept. Ah, like I see. Clipping files. We have clippings from other newspapers about <coughs> um, important figures within. Mm. New Orleans society and uh, indeed throughout the whole country. So we've got a few areas of investigation. We can try and track down with Swords Crew through the Clippings room so we can find out something about them. You need to be if careful if you go to speak to the people involved with the crews. They are very influential. Mm. I could go try and track down this criminal fellow, find out what his angle is, what his background is. We can <coughs> investigate this symbol. If only we had a friend who lived in town somewhere who might have some kind of extensive occult library. Maybe if he was out of town we could just pop in and, and use it. What do you reckon, Jack? What? Books. You'll be books, aren't you? Am I? Yeah, nice soft pages. Oh, I like a nice soft page. There you go. That's what Bibles are good for. Lots and lots of pages. Mm. Yeah, thin paper though. Finger goes through. So, I reckon we've got enough to get started. What do you think, Father? Hmm. It would seem the uh, swords are the source of our uh, investigation. Mm. Perhaps we should start to investigate this Denis Bouchard. Right, um, when you get hold of his full notebooks, there's a lot more detail in. Okay. He's got one notebook appears to have general details about all the crews and the Orleans, and then two full spiral bound notebooks contain details about the um, swords, the most honourable crew of swords. It has the names and home and office addresses of several members of the crew. What are the names of the other books? ones like how's the term the name of this one compared to them yeah are they all like the fuzzy bunny crew uh are we talking sword cuts wands mm. pentacles uh yes they're, they're, they're all things like that they're all fuzzy bunnies no they're not all fuzzy bunnies that there are as you say the suits of the the tower and they are they're all quite pretentiously named as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're all quite up themselves. They're all super important people. Hmm. Um, Let's see if we can fix that. The crew members um, a man called Chet Creighton, Dennis Bouchard, and Randall <coughs> Fowler um, get extensive details written up, included ages, home and office addresses, family members, business dealings. Um, Randall Fowler. Randall Fowler, yes. That'll be your uh, A list of holdings on record in Louisiana. Any public charitable contributions they made. Criminal records, reputations with the police. Also the home addresses of Etienne Laurent de Marigny. Um, uh, Francois Avedon, who Gavin believes are local experts in the occult. An address is given for Avedon's antique shop in the French Quarter, Avedon's antiquarian gallery. Um, there's also a statement where he intends to consult with these men regarding a, a strange symbol. 
Let us pick up where uh, this good fellow left off then. Is that perhaps the wisest course of action? If it did indeed result in his death, perhaps we should be a little more circumspect at first. Yeah, maybe. Me and Jake aren't newspaper men. No one could be throwing us off a wolf. Not without a team. Got to be a team of mules in. Yeah, we're joking, Jake. Jack, reckon we could throw you off a roof? Shouldn't be so. There we go. So, what do you think? Where do we start? Should we consult the lady, see what she thinks? I think we need to pool what information we have, get as many opinions as possible. What's up? I know a great place downtown. Let's go there. And we can have a chat. A great place downtown. Mm -hmm. What sort of a place is this? Discreet place. Discreet. Very discreet. We need somewhere discreet to have a little chat. Let's go somewhere discreet. Got a little room out the back I can use. Have you indeed. Or we could go back to the church. Well, here has been a terrible kerfuffle with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think you want to you want to run that anymore. Wonders <laughs> befouled the thought. <laughs> Come, on, it's great. No one asks any questions. Thank you very much. Get you I suppose wine more there if you like, Father. It is probably better than. Uh, Anywhere we may be overheard. Small bits. Oh no! That's why the bag was cheap. Uh, being bitted. You like them? Oh, yeah. Red downtown. The little place I know. Red attic to the back Where room. Everybody knows your name. Some of them know my name. Well, one of his names. Can't we meet in no. the church? I'll give it five minutes. <laughs> Everyone it's a fancy place. Crazy ride in there, isn't it? Fun. bigger crisps than that. Not many, mind you. So then, cut to the back room of a gin joint. Come in, Doctor. You found out anything interesting? Rum joint. Rum joint. Whichever you like. Most of the injuries match jumping off a high building. We ain't thinking he jumped. But there were some marks on his shoulders that well, not explained. Mm. When you grab a guy, lift him up and hurl him off of an eight story building, there tends to be a few marks. No, so there were scratches. And they must he was dressed at the time, so to scratch has to run through his clothes. Maybe. What um, happened before he put his clothes on? Or the hand before he got dressed. Mm. Um, I might take a trip to the Undertaker's to see if he's in there again. Mm. Why have a university? What was he on a university roof? If he works for papers, he's investigating these crews. What's he doing on the university building's roof? Crews? Yeah, we're thinking. We've got a bunch of notebooks. These notebooks. He was investigating the crews, basically the big posh, big yeah. knobs who run all the various bits and bats during Mardi Gras. Yeah. We reckon one of them was involved in the occult. He was investigating it, and then they threw him off the roof. I was wondering why they chose the university roof. If I was going to chuck someone off the roof, it'd be someone more discreet. Somewhere a bit higher than the roofs. They're not that high up the buildings. Yeah, don't leave that high roof to kill someone. Pretty stone, we got it. Two, lucky. Get one red. What's your mother? 
where he's got some of university, or professional educated types, dragging a man screaming through one of those places. Draws attention. Which building was it in the university? It was one of them. The highest building. Okay. Who knows the university well? Does it matter what's actually in that building? Department wise, is that irrelevant? Students. A nice library and vehicle. Oh, I was wondering. Maybe. Yeah. Wrong university. Hmm? Wrong university for the occulty stuff. Good. Mm-hmm. Need to do the toy for that. We have an extensive library. Jesuits. Yeah, that's true. One must understand heresy to be able to stamp it out. So I don't, do I? I don't suppose I know anybody who is involved in the Mardi Gras. Really? Posh, are you? You're insufficiently posh. Insufficiently posh. You're nearly posh enough, not quite. Your dad may have been involved in. Partially involved in one when he was active. He dropped out of society when he went to medical school. No. He became a little bit marry a doctor did, not become one. To uh, have you in polite society when you ideas about getting educated yourself. And when you look about, you still as little. <laughs> that 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 that's yeah. probably more it. That's more uh, of an issue. <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, you've brought a hobo to the cocktail party. <laughs> How lovely! <laughs> Strangely, never invited again. No artificial fragrances here. Uh, genuine original materials. I might see if I can see the see if he's been buried yet. Actually. Get the last few days' papers and see if there's been any mention of the funeral, and also read the report of the death, etc. See how it was reported. Um, yes, but perhaps in a newspaper morgue. Yeah. yeah. Where you just were. No, I wasn't. That was we were. That was full of extensive notes about. Right. Some people. We'll we have notes. access to the building. We can go back and research right. what we need to. Okay. Who are the people who actually do the making of the, the floats and, and putting stuff together for the Mardi Gras? Like peons. Hmm? They're poor, just poor yeah. people. So you can probably get in with them. What are you trying to say? You'd fit in better with them than you would the people paying the money out to get it done. Well, the lowest common denominator. There's <laughs> hanging around with a bunch of books. Go in, Jack. Right. Um, we'll get you one. Nice thick one. There's some vellum pages. Do like these that. crews, are they kind of like groups of people who live in a certain area? or How, how are, are they organised normally? Probably. Yeah, but who do they fund? Do they fund a certain family, extended family, area of town? What? How do they... Well, everything centres around Bourbon Street and the surroundings. Yeah. Essentially, they hire halls, they hire people, and they essentially it's showing off for rich people. Right. Mm-hmm. Whoever steals off the most scores points against the others. Sorry, it, it's an act of altruistic generosity. Yes, really. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll take a few notes from what we've got there. The name of the guy's a bit dodgy, I'll need his name. And um, the notes I think about, they must be doing something somewhere. He says some kind of shabby warehouse. So, there's a list of shabby warehouses owned by this swords bunch. What is it? This is kind of what you need to do for the... Um, That's the library use thing. Yeah, so, right. this is the research you need to do in order yeah. to... Well, well do some we... research then. Mm, okay. 
Yes, I'll be doing the research then. Do I, I can read. Uh, Jackie, I can reach really tall shelves. Uh, which was is very useful in my opinion. There we go. Well, you have step ladders. They don't step ladders now. Right, you don't need ladders. Right, essentially, so you've got these notebooks to guide you, and then okay. for any for those stuff that you need to fill in, is start reading the notebooks. Yeah. So yeah, I want to try and find out where the warehouses are. These people own. We're looking for a shabby warehouse owned by the swords. We read the notebooks. We read the notebooks. Right, and find that out. Chet Creighton is an oil wildcatter. Who struck it big seven years ago and became a millionaire pretty much overnight. He has a reputation of a rough neck and he tried to be accepted in more genteel social circles. He has a gorgeous wife, half his age, and a long list of minor criminal charges. Assault, drunkenness, bribery, mainly assaults. Uh, most of his rivals have either been bought off or intimidated into acquiescence. His latest venture is a new rig in the swamps outside humour dubbed the Black Tower. The Black Tower Field. There we go, that's what Black Tower is. Uh, it's in the swamps where the swamp folk are, which are also mentioned. Dennis Bouchard holds old money, all in sound investments. His family's been New Orleans since the early 1700s. He has a home in the fashionable Garden District. Uh, from the notes, he appears to be a happy-go-lucky playboy, compulsive gambler, and collector of fine antiques. He has police records, several charges of reckless driving and public drunkenness, all have been quashed by his lawyers. Um, Bouchard is the chairman of the Swords crew. Uh, Randall Fowler, fortune rests on shipping and railroads. Um, the family name used to be Lefleur. But it was changed after the Civil War due to uh, Gaston Lefleur's reputation as a notorious slave trader, possibly including white in indentures. Obituary clippings record the unsolved hit and run deaths of his wife and daughter a year and a half ago. Uh, after that, he became interested in the occult, taking up with a local voodoo practitioner named Papa Screech, who supposedly put Fowler in contact with his lost loved ones. His notes include speculation Screech may be bilking Fowler out of hundreds of thousands of dollars with his spiritualist mumbo-jumbo. What was Fowler's name before he lived the cult? Was it Lefleur? Uh, yes, Gaston Lefleur was a ancestor of his during the uh, American Civil War. So actually not that long ago, 60 was. 60 or some years ago. Mm. Old grandfather or great grandfather. Okay. Mm. So, Creighton's trying to. Put a new oil field in the swamp called the Black Tower Field. Mm. Mentioned swamp folk in, in the notes. In the, the notes of it, talks about swamp folk. Yeah. Possible the same happening there. Okay. Why does it always have to be out in the swamp? Because we're things. surrounded by a swamp. So, I think this black tower could be on our list of things to do. Yeah, it'd be interesting to find out if Papa Screech is the real deal or uh, Charlotte. I would have thought it was obvious. He's a charlatan. I would have thought it was obvious as well not so long ago, but after recent occurrences, I'm not so sure. Someone said they can bring the dead back to life. Who am I to argue? Okay. Is there anything else in the note? Is that just what we've got out of the notebooks? Or is that what we get from the library as well? A bit Combination of, of the two. Right, okay. Um, 
kind of stumped as to where to go, but then... You've got a lot of place to go. There is, but I'm getting tired. Well, shall we resume next week with more daring adventures? Yeah. <laughs> I stopped to wake up, I'm working. <laughs> I'm fine, I had a three hour nap today. Sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I had some friends at work who had a three hour nap yesterday, but it was on the train back from Leeds to Wakefield. Does that take three hours? They've ended up in Manchester and they get home till three in the morning. <laughs> Oh, they have been to Wakefield? Leeds. It, it was Leeds to something, and they went the wrong way. They, they, they fell asleep in That's Manchester. on the wrong train. Yeah. yeah. Huddersfield, anyway, maybe. It might be Huddersfield. We shall say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Get out. Bye-bye. That was... Uh,